You got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world, or as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. I'd like to start with something truly helpful. I mean, I've got Apple AirTags hidden on my bike, they're on my car, they're on all of my keychains. And in case you don't really know what these are, those about the size of a quarter, and then they work with Find My Items and Devices on your iOS device, whatever that may be. And so you can actually pinpoint something right to where it's located. I also have one in my laptop bag. But there's one place that if you're hiking or camping this summer that you might want to check out to actually leave an AirTag there. I'm talking about inside your tent. Yes, inside your tent. So this way, in case you ever get lost, you may be able to find your way back to the campsite. Well, that's assuming that there's a lot of iOS devices around you. So that's why you want to, you know, try it out before you depend on it. And also put one in your luggage too as you're traveling around this summer so that this way, when the airlines say that they lost your bag, you can say, um, here, let me help you. I know exactly where it is. I'm in Milan, but my bag is in Miami. That's right. Because let me tell you, if you don't have your suitcase with you when you're traveling around and if they lost your bag, talk about having some emotional baggage. Yes, for the rest of that trip. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. And yes, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to yet another hour of the Kim Commando Show. It's America's most trusted source about all things digital. We are going to help you live the best digital life ever. And you can find us in over 420 top stations across this great United States of America. And of course, we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, commercial-free, all three hours over at GetKim.com. Once again, that address is GetKim.com. And a special thank you goes out to all of our listeners. I love this on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 countries and 200 ships at sea. Hello, everyone there. And of course, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. Boy, you know, I was just thinking about that tent. I don't know if you saw the headline this past week. But it actually said, women steal Michigan State Police recruiting tent at Traverse City Cherry Festival in northern Michigan. Okay. Cops needed to put an air tag in their tent, I think. All right. Let's start with five things that you need to know about tech. It's happening right now. And let me tell you here at the onset, those North Korean hackers are busy. They are very, very busy. So much so that the FBI the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, and the Department of Treasury, they all got together and they put out this major warning about North Korean hackers. For now, they're just targeting hospitals, nursing homes, clinics, doctor's offices, truly anything that falls under the whole healthcare system umbrella. And ransomware, it's called MAUI, encrypting healthcare organizations' computers. Pretty typical how it works. Okay, we're going to go there. We're going to freeze up all the files. You're not going to be able to do anything until you pay the ransom, and normally that's going to be in cryptocurrency. So major warning to anybody who works at any capacity in the healthcare industry, you need to have a plan, you know, make sure you have an offsite backup, security updates, and then alert and educate everybody on the staff that they need to be aware and start waking up to these phishing emails and maybe phone calls and even snail mail. Now, this is interesting. Since these are state-sponsored North Korean hackers, the government is keeping all the money that the hackers collect from these ransomware payments made by anybody in the healthcare industry. Now, the UN reports that the North Korea uses all this money. What do you think they use all the money for? Okay, they're using it to fund its nuclear and ballistic missile programs. 
Uh, number two on our list, how much money are we really talking about with ransomware? You know, they don't really care about average people like you and me sitting here at home. We're just little guys. Every once in a while, we might get attacked. But the big money is coming from big companies, big government agencies, sheriff's departments, schools, hospitals, colleges. And they know that these organizations, despite all the warnings, are still generally unprepared. So they're going to pay big money to avoid all types of embarrassment and then also get all that data back. So how much money is big money? Just two years ago, the average ransomware payment was around $170,000. Today, wow, listen to this. The average ransomware payment is now five times that, over $800,000. Now, half of all victims pay the money, usually keep things quiet, out of, the use, out of the news, of course. And, of course, not to be forced to resign from a cushy job. You know, we just have to do better than this. Uh, number three on our list, Apple did something so very smart this past week. They had offered up a global $2 million wager. The company is saying, we bet $2 bucks that no one, no researcher, no government, is going to be able to break through iPhone's new lockdown mode. Now, what is lockdown mode? Lockdown mode was developed to protect high-profile iPhone users from state-sponsored attacks or other type of spyware malware attacks. We're talking about politicians and judges, journalists, activists. And here's how it works. Like with messages, if it's on lockdown mode, um, most message attachment types other than images are going to be blocked. Link previews are disabled. Now, if it's lockdown mode on your web browsing, uh, JavaScript may not work. It's disabled. Uh, Apple services, incoming invitations, service requests, FaceTime calls are blocked if you haven't initially sent or initiated a call to that person. Uh, wired connections with a computer or accessory are blocked. And the iPhone's locked, meaning you're not going to be able to connect that up to a computer or anything like that. Uh, configuration profiles, they can't be installed. Now, this is really super interesting. Now, remember, I just mentioned the politicians, the judges, the journalists, the activists, and those type of folks that are really being targeted against state-sponsored hackers. But coming this fall, Apple says, you know what? Anybody who wants to use lockdown mode, you're going to be able to do it, and it's going to be released at no cost this fall. Number four on our list of five things that you need to know. Are you ready? Coma se dice, meta. That's right. How many different languages do you think are spoken all around the world? I mean, how many different languages are there? Think about it. What number would you just toss out? And if you're watching the show in our chat room, just throw a number right out there, and let's see if you're right. Are you ready? I'm going to give you the answer in just a sec. How many different languages are spoken around the world? 7,000. That's a lot, right? Meta, the company formerly known as Facebook, that they'd like everybody to forget that Meta is actually Facebook, uh, put their artificial intelligence to work. And they say they're using it and teaching AI to translate between languages without having to go to English first. So they're not necessarily trying to steal more of your data. Meta claims that it works with 200 different languages right now, and it's right about 70% of the time, which is pretty darn good even working with spoken languages from across Asia and Africa that hardly anybody uses. So the Meta Post actually said this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it verbatim for you. Imagine visiting a favorite Facebook group, coming across a post in Igbo or Luganda, and being able to understand it in your very own language with just a click of the button. Oh, how great, how fun, how exciting that would be. All right. They're in for the money, folks. Okay, think of all the new data points that Meta gets, the new audiences that it's going to reach, the new profit centers. 
the new eyeballs that are are addicted to the Facebook addictive feed, right? Remember, not dealing with meta at all is pretty good meta sin. Yes. And finally, number five on our list of things that you need to know about. I'm sorry that if you're caught in another dimension, I really am. It's a big job here being America's digital goddess. It really is. And I don't take this responsibility lightly. I value your trust in me so much. And I, I fear that maybe, oh, it's hard for me to say, maybe I let you down. I mean, I don't know if I can really stand at all. I mean, I should have warned you about a huge event that happened over the 4th of July weekend. I just learned about it myself. I did, okay? It was viral all over TikTok. And I hope that you're sitting down wherever you are. Because if you had a single drink over the July 4th weekend, ooh, you may or may not be here. I mean, uh, here, just take a listen to some of the TikTok video that's been going around. Okay, quick public service announcement. Yes. Um, July 4th, July 5th, not drink. Keep your yes. vibrations high. Surround vibrations. yourself with positive things, positive Ooh, people, yes. positive yes. energies. July 4th and 5th. And I will tell you why. July why? 5th, as you all might have heard by now, they're turning on CERN. CERN hasn't yes. been turned on since 2012. And a lot Ooh. of people believe that the last time CERN was turned on that we got shifted into a different timeline, oh, different reality. God. Explains the Mandela effect, blah, 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 whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Search blah, blah, that blah. Up for yourself. Yes, yes. But so, it is very important, very, yes, very, important very important. Keep your vibrations high. Yes, and yes. And this, th this all because happened this the July 4th weekend. This all happened over the July 4th weekend. That you had a drink, you may, you may not, we may have lost just a ton of listeners. Just a ton of them. I mean, really, because you guys had a drink and I didn't warn you and you went to that other dimension because they turned on a particle accelerator that revved up in Switzerland. Yes. Yes. Well, I have to tell you, I guess I'm still here because um, I had a beer or two on July 4th weekend. Yes, I, I did. Uh, or light to be exact. And it reminds me of all the people who reach out to me about 5G. 5G gives them headache. It gives them a rash. Their cats run away from home, whatever it may be. 4G must have fried their brain. Public service announcement for me. You can't believe everything that you hear. All right, coming up in just a few moments, we have some great tips that you don't want to miss. I'm going to tell you how you can track prices to snag the best price and really save some big money in the interim. Oh, my gosh. I have three creepy lists that show everything that Google knows about you. Oh, I've got a fun little thing you can do in your GPS app. We have a big cyber mistake that you're also making. And, yes, there's been another zero-day flaw. i got to tell you which browser it is. You want to stay right where you are because we have that and more of your phone calls coming right up. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. I'd love to hear from you. one 825 Once again, is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder that if you're just too shy and you don't want to talk to me in front of millions of people, that's okay. You can still drop me your question. I'd love to hear from you. Just head over to our website. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, of course. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Cam. And that's where you fill a little form out. And I read every single email that you send me. So... 
want to make sure that you do that. Go ahead to the website and hit email cam. All right, coming up in just a few moments, let's say you're trying to find something online that you want to buy, and it's kind of expensive, right? Evan, you know that the price goes up and down, but you want to be able to get it at the lowest price. Well, I've got an insider secret that I use that I think you're really going to love. And then also we have that great tip about Google coming up in just a few moments. Three creepy lists that you're on and you can go ahead and see what Google knows about you and also remove that information. And how about we start this hour with Brian in beautiful Colorado Springs. Hello there, Brian. Hi, Ken. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. You betcha. What's going on? Yep. And well, uh, I'm looking for a new phone, um, but I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of smartphones. Um, I think that the family um, is, is foundational to, to the United States, and I want to keep my family safe. Uh, I think everybody does. So what I'm looking for is a phone that is practical and functional, uh, but removes the the time wasters and and the the creepiness and uh, just the issues that are that come with social media. So the the things that I'm definitely looking for are talk text and being able to take pictures, which okay. that that particular function is something that seems to be hard to come by. Um, I'd like to be able to have a calculator, an alarm, uh, be able to take notes, play podcasts, music, um, if, if possible, to be able to have a phone that uh, can give directions for navigation, that kind of thing. I currently have a light phone, too. Um, oh, you know, I was, was going to recommend that. I was going to recommend a light phone because, you know, if you're looking yeah. for a smartphone that doesn't have ties to Google and Apple and, like you said, social media, um, as a matter of fact, a family member and his 12-year-old daughter wanted a phone. And I said, you know, get her a light phone and you don't have to worry about all that stuff. But what don't you like about the light phone? That, well, I do like the light phone. Um, the, the, the problem is that it doesn't have the, the camera features. I, oh. I'm assuming they'll eventually bring it on. Um, you know, my family and I, we got in on the light phone when it was still a crowdfunded project. And we've been happy with them. Uh, they work well. I'm talking to you on one right now. Um, but but I would like to have the ability to take pictures because that's the one thing that, sure. that seems to not be a, a capability that, that I would like to have. So I found the Samsung J2 Pro, um, found the, the Sunbeam Wireless F1 line of phones. We're, we're thinking about buying that one. Um, but the Sam, you know, I contacted Samsung and they don't they don't provide their that J2 Pro in the United States anymore. Yeah, so um, let's they, so so let's let's talk about what you can get, okay? Uh and you're really not alone, Brian, because a lot of people are just getting totally fed up with big tech, right? I mean, and they've been yeah. tracking and the 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 I mean, TikTok has a billion users. I mean, it's just crazy and people will just sit there all day and watch these videos and on these feeds. So if you're looking for an alternative phone to the light phone that does have a camera, there's a relatively new phone. It's called the Pine phone. Yes, P-I-N-E, the Pine phone. And uh, you can learn more about it at pine64.org. And it's a basic phone, but it's running on Linux. And it'll give you those functionalities. It also has some other unique, uh, unique features in that you can lock down the camera. Yes, you can lock down the camera if that's what you don't want to. It has extensions. You can find parts for it. Uh, as I mentioned, it has hardware switches to disable the microphone as well as the camera, Bluetooth, and Wi-Fi and all that other good stuff. 
And it's uh, relatively cheap. It's about 150 bucks, And I think they have a more feature one at the phone that's about like $199, $200. You can learn more about it at pine64.org. I've never tried it, so I can't tell you how great it is or how bad it is. But if you're looking for an option for a no big tech phone with a camera, that seems to be the only one out there. And Brian, if you do buy it, let me know what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear some feedback from you. Thank you again for your call. Hey, stay right where you are. We have more of your phone calls and more great tips coming. As you hear me talk about our sponsors throughout the shows, uh, it's always a good idea and we'd love for you to at least go over and check it all out because without our advertisers, without our sponsors, we wouldn't be able to provide you all this great free information. And so CarShield's wonderful. I have it. Head over to carshield.com slash Kim. All right, before we go back to all of your great phone calls, as promised, I want to talk about how you can get the best prices on whatever you're trying to buy online. There's this uh, extension called Camel, Camel, Camel. And it's also a website, camelcamelcamel.com. I know, I don't name this stuff. And if you do a lot of shopping on Amazon, it's really wonderful because it compares prices as it fluctuates over time. So let's say you had your eye on a uh, Sony's high-end noise-canceling headphones. So what you do is you copy the Amazon link, go to Camel, Camel, Camel's website, and paste it into the search bar. It gives you a breakdown of the price history going back the past three months. You can adjust it for one month or even just go back like even in a year if you wanted to. So you can easily see that those $350 headphones dropped to $250 just a couple of times a few weeks ago. So instead of checking every single day, what you do is you set up what's called an Amazon price watch. So the next time that whatever you're following on Amazon, next time the price goes down, you're going to get an automatic alert so that this way now is the time for you to go buy that. Again, the website is camelcamelcamel.com. All right, coming up in just a few moments, three creepy lists that show everything that Google knows about you. And back to the phones we go with Amy in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hi there, Amy. Um, hi, Kim. Thank you for taking my call today and um, for your helpful technology you share. Um, huh. I'm hoping that you can help with my um, current situation. Okay, good. Go ahead. I'm a, I'm a veterinarian, and I have to take... Um, I prefer to take handwritten notes when I'm communicating with clients or um, documenting my phone calls. And we now are, have a computerized medical record system. And I'm trying to determine if there's a way that I can um, use some sort of technology where I can write the notes via a, a pad and integrate into um, the PC on into our, we have like a um, Windows based program and if I can get that, then my handwritten notes go on into typed. You know, it's, it's so it's so interesting because we have all these devices and keyboards around us, but yet there are times when you like you're like, I just want to write it down. You know, it's right. like it's <laughs> yeah. just I just want to write it down. It's and let me because I totally relate to what you're saying, Amy. Because I have all I've tried I've tried so many different contact management systems, reminding systems, and all this other stuff. I even put our IT geniuses here at the Commando Show on. I'm like, find me something that I can, I can keep track of. And I tried all that stuff, and then it came down to I use like something like a composition pad. <laughs> so I'm writing everything yeah, down. Go back you to know, basics. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know, I write it down and then I move on. Um, you mentioned Windows. Windows has this really great little app called OneNote. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it works 
really well. I mean, it stores all your notes, different types of content that you collected. You can organize them into sections and pages and containers. Um, and it's really simple to do is that when you are in the app and you write is that uh, you just, on the draw tab, you just lasso select and then you drag over the handwriting you want to convert. And it does a really great job at converting it. It really does. I was super impressed oh, with it. That's great news. Yeah, and it works on um, PC, iPhone, iPad, Android, Mac. It works all across the board, and it's free. Uh, why is it free? Well, because they're going to give you five gigs of space, you know, and then after that, you're going to have to start paying. But I okay. think, be so before you go, like, to another level of this note-taking, just try this. You know, just try OneNote. I've even tried, they have a, I don't know if you, in, in your research, you came across something called Remarkable. And no, I had come across the OneNote, but be, past that, I had not come across anything else. Uh, well, OneNote is really good. Remarkable is actually like a bonafide tablet that you only write on. Okay, doesn't have a lot of color. Doesn't have color. Doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles. You just take notes on it, and then it saves your mm -hmm. handwritten notes out out into the cloud. Okay, the whole thing. By the time you buy the cover and you buy this device and the stylus, it's like seven hundred bucks. Okay. So I thought, okay, well, I, you know, because I'm using basically a composition pad and I'm supposed to be like the digital goddess, right? I mean, how embarrassing is this? Okay. That's like, that's like, you know, you're a veterinarian and you can't work on a cat or dog, right? I mean, what's going on? Right. Okay. So I, I show the 700 bucks for this remarkable and it was so unremarkable after a week I gave it to my husband who tried it for two weeks and loved it, and now it's sitting, like, on this pile, you know, your pile of gadgets? It's sitting on the pile mm -hmm. of gadgets. Like, oh, uh, why did we think this was a good idea? At what point did that seem so? Yes, so I totally understand your need for, like, going back old school just a little bit. We're going to handwrite it. So uh, give one note a shot. I think you're going to love it. And it actually does a pretty good job, but always keep in mind that if your handwriting isn't so good, it may not be as accurate as you want. And do let me know if that works out for you, Amy, and I appreciate your call. All right, this week's digital privacy tip are three creepy lists that show everything Google knows about you. First of all, Google knows every single place where you've been. It's on your timeline. Just go to timeline.google.com where we've got the other steps on how to do that. You can filter by specific days. Uh, so if you don't remember a restaurant that you visited, Say a year ago, well, guess what? Google does. Uh, let's see. You can also check Google Photos to see everything Google knows about you. It all comes in the metadata. This is the hidden data that's embedded within every picture that you take. Now, if you don't turn off location tracking for images, the photos will reveal where you actually stood when you took them. So we're going to tell you how to check your Google Photos on the app and on your browser. And then also, finally, number three on our list, your advertising interests. It's advertising personalization. And wow, if you haven't seen this, prepare to be shocked. It's uh, advertising data from Google Partners, Google's algorithms, personal information that you voluntarily added to Google. Maybe you didn't even know that you did that. So to check it all out, look no further by heading over to the Kim Commando Show homepage. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, of course. And in the top right-hand corner, there's a link that says Kim Show. And make sure you click that and you'll have it right there at your disposal. All right, still to come this hour, we've got one big cyber mistake that you're making. And then later on this hour, still to come, another zero-day flaw was fixed in a major patch in a really big browser I need to tell you about. And, of course, we have more of your fantastic phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show.
Uh, hey, listen, if you're a regular listener of the Kim Commando Show, you know that I pass along a lot of tips, tricks, and secrets every single episode. So right now, if you go to commando.com slash free guides, as a special thank you to you, our listeners, Windows or Mac, is that you can get a free guide. That's right. You're going to take your tech know-how to the next level. You're going to have search tricks, keyboard shortcuts, uh, quick photo editing without downloading any extra programs, messaging shortcuts. And also, we have a ton of free downloads, safe free downloads on in these guides for Windows and also Mac OS. So to get your free guide right now, limited limited time offer, so hurry up and do it now. Head over to commando.com slash free guide, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com slash free guide. All right, before we go back to all of your phone calls, there's one big cyber mistake that you're making. I'm talking about when you just click agree to anything. I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. Kim, I don't just have time to read all the cyber services terms and conditions or the app. Nobody does. It's not realistic to think that you're going to go in there and read every single word. But the next time you run into a privacy policy, terms and condition, terms of a service agreement, what I want you to do is to use a keyboard shortcut to search for specific words. On your Windows PC, it's Control-F. On a Mac, Command-F. And type in terms like third-party, GPS, tracking, data. And then you can get a good look, good quick look about how maybe your data may be being used. All right, let's see. Mary in Ventura, California. Hi there, Mary. Glad to have you with us. Hi, Kim. Can you hear me? Yeah? Yep, I sure can. How can I help you out? Um, Okay, I read your um, column in the Ventura County Star, and I I get a lot out of it, and so thank you for that. Um, But I can't find any answers. I had a a horrible day when I missed a flight when I was traveling uh, in Croatia and Turkey, and they routed my plane up to um, Frankfurt, Germany, where... I got stuck and I missed my flight, and then I couldn't get into the Wi-Fi. I know that you're supposed to put the phone on airplane mode, and there were two available Wi-Fi sites, but neither one, it just, you know, the little round thing kept spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning, (laughs) and all I could do was just wait to get a hotel room because there was... It wasn't just me. It was the whole place. I think there was a lightning storm or something, and they were downing all these flights, and I think that it was just overused. That's what some people I've talked to have said. Well, it was probably because I have consumer cellular. I was probably at the bottom of the list for being able to get on to the Wi-Fi. Um, but then so, other people were like, well, you should have had a SIM card. And I'm like, yeah, but I was only in Germany for an hour and a half. Yes, that's, you know. Yeah, that doesn't make – yeah, you're right. It doesn't make a lot of sense if you're just doing a layover, right? I mean – Right, right. And just having a little stop there. Um, consumer cellular, I will tell you, it's not the best service to have when you're overseas. Okay, I mean, I know it's cheap. Um and you can have, I'm surprised that you weren't able to get it on, but maybe if there was a lightning storm and the pri- cell phone priority with different networks, of course, Germans, telcos are going to have a higher priority than even Verizon or AT&T. Uh, but their costs are actually pretty high. It's 30 cents per talk minute, and I think it's 10 cents per text message. But, you know, in those situations, it may be best if you know that you may be running into an issue, and especially right now, because it seems like Oh, my gosh. I mean, every other day there there's always news about, what, 1,000 flights being canceled, 4,000 flights? I mean, we're not talking like 10 flights, right? I mean, we're talking about like yeah, major no, right. disruptions. Okay, yeah. Is that 
is that you may be best served if you think that and you're running into a time constraint where somebody has to pick you up is that you call your carrier and you say, listen, I just want to put me on the international plan for one day. And maybe that's just your travel day. The international plan is about $10 a day for unlimited calling, texting, and data. And you only pay if you use it, by the way. Uh, AT&T's international day pass is also $10 a day. I'm not what I'm not sure what it is with consumer cellular or even if they have one because I'm not a customer, but I do know like with T-Mobile, they have an international. So that day that you're traveling is that you put that international plan into effect. You just call the carrier and tell them you want that plan. And it's like, again, it's only cost you 10 bucks. Now about the SIM card, you know how the SIM card works? Well, n- not exactly. Some friends that I met in Europe had bought one the day that I ha- happened to miss because I missed the flight in Frankfurt. Um, and so they were all happy as could be wandering around Turkey. They could communicate with each other and text and do everything they wanted to do because uh, they had SIM cards. But I don't think it would have worked in Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah because, Even see, then you, you, you would have had to have gotten a SIM card. You can also buy them at the airport. Okay. And so basically you're going to take out your SIM card and you're going to put in the SIM card for that country so that this way that phone thinks it's going to only work on that German network. But again, it, you yeah. know, if, if you were only there for an hour, that seems to be kind of a major hassle to go get a SIM card just because you're, you, know, you missed your layover, missed your flight, and things like that. Well, you could have done that at the time, I guess, if you had plenty of time to do that. Uh, but the new thing is with eSIM cards. And so the newer iPhones, I think since iPhone 11 and they're on, they have eSIM cards, electronic SIM cards. So you don't need to actually take a SIM card out to put a SIM card in. Is that you just buy an eSIM card and then you add it to your cellular plan by just scanning the QR code. And so, uh, you know what, with so many people traveling this summer, we're going to go, let me go ahead and make a note to put a tip together about SIM cards, eSIM cards, and also those daily plans uh, those international daily plans. And so let me see if I can make a note. Uh, Danielle, since uh, you are radio fairy back in Phoenix, if you could make a little note for us to remember to do a tip about that, I'd really appreciate it. And that is now Danielle's official title. She is not our technical director. I gave her a new title this morning. She's now the beautiful radio fairy. Uh, let's see, Claudia in San Luis Obispo. Hi there, Claudia. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You got it. What's going on? Well, I'm involved with this group called Women in the Outdoors, and we have an event once a year. We hold it out at uh, Camada Ranch in Santa Margarita, and last year we had to close registration early because we sold out at 110, 115 ladies. Um, what it is, they sign up for classes, and then we have to assign them to the class they signed up for or what's available. So it's being done by hand. Up to this point, this is our ninth annual. And Claudia, so, we we've you we've talked before. I've looked this up for years you. Ago. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I re, but because I, I remember the Santa Margarita. You know why I remember the Santa Margarita? Uh, because well, I, because of the Pinot Grigio, Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I'm like, like, wow, this is so cool. She goes to Santa Margarita, my favorite pa- Pinot Grigio. I know, I know, it's in Italy. I was just kidding. Okay. Um, it works. So here's what we need is that you need to have specialty software to do this that does attendee management, badge management, right, barcode, uh, event scheduling, so registration management, uh, social, and then you want to do polls and ticketing and email marketing. You know, all this all this stuff is like, you know, built into one. 
And so what's really great, Claudia, is that there are programs that made are made just to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that and that you sign in, you read you you know, you buy it software as a service. So you don't have to have anybody come install this onto your computer. You just sign in and use it. And it's really simple to use. So what I'm gonna do is I have a link that will give show you three different ones, three different types of these programs. And then I want you to look at it. Then if that doesn't work for you, we're going to go ahead and put this on the message board as well in the commando community so that if anybody else has any recommendations that we can help Claudia take her women's retreat to the next level in Santa Margarita where we all drink Pinot Grigio all day long. So, Claudia, hang on. Uh, Amber's going to give you that link. And then everybody else, stay right here because we've got a great tip coming up. All right. If you have a sense of deja vu, haven't we talked about this before? Yes. I'm talking about zero-day flaws. And they... They come and they the, where it's just if you don't patch it immediately that the hackers and the crackers and the scammers and will totally get in there. Well, the big one is this past week with Chrome. A successful attack would crash your computer and then bypass all your computer security system when they could totally take it over. So if you haven't updated Chrome lately, matter of fact, any browser, just go do it right now. Stay right where you are. We have another hour coming up here on the West Star Multimedia Network. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.